Welcome everyone to season three, episode one of the official UE podcast for game one two one. We are back. Welcome, with, welcome you, you all back with us for uh, season three here. And as usual, we have our, our usual panel. Uh, Faddy, how's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Um, in the Premier League now, or Premiership as it is called in this game. Um, and uh, loving it, even though the result didn't go my way. Um, looking forward to the season ahead, mate. Nice one, nice one. And I'm not going to introduce the other guy with us because he's a prick who wouldn't sell me his goalkeeper. Hashtag, <laughs> I am not bitter. Daryl, how's it going? Listen, it would be, it was too big a gap. Too big a gap. <laughs> so you can, you can fuck off. I'm not giving you 30, Bill. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm all good. Um, relatively do, you, do you know what made that? Do you know what that made that? Oh, sorry, mate. I was going to say, do you know what made that worse with that with the goalkeeper thing was that you obviously you gave him to Nath and then I sort of messaged Nath just joking. We know he was talking on Discord and I said, oh, you should just you should swap him to me. He goes, do you know what? He goes, I've just loaned him out to get trained. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you, <laughs> Vistic. So you missed out on him with me and then you missed out on him. I missed out on him twice. I love yeah, Not only did you sell him, to, I got turned over twice by a Spurs fan. Jesus Christ. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. <laughs> How how's your week's been? Obviously, UE and outside of UE, all good. Yeah, um, I've, I've me, I'm, I've started my UE for B course now, um, so so that's that's oh, going really well. Um, obviously, in charge of Stevenish ladies now as well. So so it's just been it's been busy, mate. While still trying to do normal nine to five and have a pregnant missus, it's been it's been eventful. So uh, yeah. <laughs> So it's oh, good shit. though. It's good. I'm I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to the year ahead, man. You can you can set you, you sound it. I can I can. Oh man, I'm just shy. Honestly, I can't but, wait to have another. I, I want to give. I want to give. This, I want to give this podcast energy, but I just don't have it in me right he now. You just ain't so, got it. Yeah. So I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> it's just how it is. Yeah. Like my uh, yeah, my website is, goes live on Tuesday, so being it's only going live in America. It's been pretty hectic few days actually like and it's going to be a hectic more like 2 a.m in the morning is when i'm thinking about having dinner at the minute so it's all a bit weird <laughs> so yeah wow yeah shit. yeah yeah i've been some crazy late nights and then because you don't get up in the morning everyone's like you lazy bastard i'm like yeah but yeah i don't finish till late but yeah it's, it's getting there i'm excited it's nearly done in the next couple of weeks will be a bit hectic but just want it to go live and either get proved right or wrong in it yeah, yeah whether it works out or not yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah similar for me just work 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 and yeah absolutely tons of work and we've had people going back home because we've got quite a lot of uh sort of european based staff yeah or yeah from you know the born in europe and all that and raised there and come over here for jobs and they've all sort of after covid and all that sort of decided to go back home a lot of them just because they want to be surrounded by family again and it's totally understandable but at the same time it's made it so so busy at work it's incredibly busy. Crazy times at the minute, yeah. eh, boys? Yeah, but we're vaccinated. We're vaccinated, boys. Yeah. Well, I think two of us are, though. Oh, you two of you are, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I still haven't yeah. had Yeah. Uh, you can't count, count that as a good thing. You're not an old bastard yet, like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You missed the cut off. No, it's all good. I'm tested two, two times a week because of my missus and the job that she does. So. At the moment, I don't have it. Oh, okay. Which is, which is oh, okay. Really yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would Would you be are you are you looking forward to having the vaccine, or would you not have it? What's, what's your um, uh, I'm not 
I'm not bothered. I mean, we kind of have to have it though, don't we? Because, um, uh, because of traveling and and all of that shit. But do I want to have it? No, not really. Oh, so, okay, fair play. I'm not, I'm not bothered about it. Yeah, fair play. And uh, how did you how did you get on this week, boys in UE? Yeah, how did you two get on? <laughs> not talking about it. Not talking uh, about it. Shit uh, artery. Fucking hell. Well, yeah, um, I yeah. Don't go into too much detail because I was I was. We we'll get there. We we'll get there. The team that you was playing. Yeah, I I feel your pain a little bit. All right, listen. I he he done well. He done well. He uh he played a tactic that um that I to be fair I thought he was going to play, but I didn't want to risk it. Um, and I should have counted it, and I didn't, so it's my own fault. Um, but I lost three two to Leeds. Um, it was a good game, really, really good game. He even says at the end that it was a hard fought victory um, against a combative Brighton. So, yeah, uh, I don't mind it. It's my first game, so learning curve. Can I beat him next time we play? Yeah. So that's all I care about. Fair play, mate. Fair play. Yeah. Uh, yes, to your joy, Daryl. I I lost. Uh, yeah. We'll get to you because obviously you're the you're the winner, so you can you can close out the, our our round up in in, in your I'm not really a winner, arrogant I only got, self. Only got quit, but you know. I'll oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I lost uh, two one uh, away to Getafe, Joey side. I I knew it'd be a tough game. Um, me and him were talking quite a bit. He sort of said, "Yeah, do you feel like it's a win in the bag?" I said, "No, I you know." I, have a lot of respect for all the guys that came up, including Ross, who I've got this week, and uh, yeah, I, forget, I forget who else came up. Um, but yeah, I've um, got a lot of time for all the guys. You know, it's, it's an incredibly hard league. Um, sort of similar to you, you Faddy. I, I soon as I did my turn, I clocked something that I did wrong, and it was it was a bit unlike me to sort of miss something that obvious. But hey, yeah, we go back to the drawing, but it's no biggie. It's yeah, it's no biggie. It's the first game of the season, but hopefully need to bounce back this week, need to get points on the board and need to have a good start in the Champions League. So yeah. Got all, all... I've got Monaco in the Champions League, who've actually got a fucking good side. And um uh, Ross's Levante. Again, another good side. You know, there's there's literally no bad sides in our in our league and yeah, obviously those boys are there on merit as well. So, uh, oh, it's Dan Padden's Bologna who, who also came up. Just remembered. So, yeah. So ev- everyone who's come up have got equally very, very good sides, as good as anyone else. I don't. There's. I wouldn't say there's any candidates that are favourite to go down. There. Yeah. It will be a battle all the way through the season. So I've got, I've got Rangers who. They they done really well at the start of the season and sort of dropped off, but they they played Liverpool this week and lost one nil. So I do have a chance, but that they've got a good squad, man. Really, really good. Yeah, squad. Yeah, when he so. turns up, Rangers could surprise anyone. They're one of them teams. Yeah. We've called it before. Rangers have always yeah snuck a few very up and down, and isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They very are. up and down. He he, he can either he can either smash someone or he just just goes on a bad run. It's yeah, weird. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Marmite, innit? So, come on then. The, well, I, the I, only I, person on the team to get a point. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> one all with uh, Rapid Vienna. Um, am I a bit disappointed? Happy result? Uh, no, I think we should have won. I had three players in team of the week. Better stats, more shots. But looking at the ratings, Liam would probably say the same thing and reading the match report. So, 
the match probably ended right. Um, he would have a very good argument to say the same things as me. Um, I feel like with ratings and and stuff, I should have won. Um, but you know, I'm, I'll take a point. It's better than we started last season, and you know, um, the ratings were very, very good. Some positions that I weren't expecting, um, and the amazing guy, the man that never stops, and Nua scored the goal. I can't believe it. He's still going. Wow, he's still yeah. still churning them out. Still churning him out. He went up. He's now thirty-seven PV. I signed him as a thirty-five. He's getting older and older and better and better. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's crazy. Um, that makes me wonder about longevity with how thirty-four-year-old Nua is still so damn good. I, yeah, it, it, but it's fine. Like as I say, he scored the goal. Um, and the the vigorous don't, one don't was tell Ben that God. Norkopin, Norkopin got a one-all draw and played very well. Like, I was expecting to get whooped this season, but they played very, very well. Um, surprisingly well, because I tried something new. Um, I brought in a couple of players, brought a couple back. Yeah, the way they've played have given me hope that I can maybe cause some surprises in the second division. Um, yeah, because I'm not I, I... even finished with the signings of how how do you feel about currently being in a relegation zone, <laughs> and 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 Dave Hammond yes. being top of the top of the? Dave Hammond will probably finish top two anyway. Mains are very very good. Um, if he's not first or second, he would have had a bad season. Um, his first game, everyone's on a point. Only two teams actually won a match. That's how tight this league is going to be, and I think it's going to stay like that most of the season. Only two teams actually won. Everybody else drew. That's crazy. Yeah, so from, wow. yeah, seven games, isn't it? Two wins, five draws. That's how tight this season's going to be. Yeah. So I'm joint third in the relegation zone. <laughs> but yeah, wow. it's going to be a crazy season. And how about um, sort of like in the other leagues around you? I mean, anything sort of, I mean, we're not going to go deep into leagues because we're going to do a deep dive on an individual week, starting with the UK Prem this week. But was there anything that stood out for you this week? Any surprise results? Uh, uh, really, just the goals. Hamburger beat St Etienne 5-3. I've not seen a result like that in the fourth division of wow. the Western. Believe me. Yeah. And it was good to see PSG bouncing straight back. They gave a whooping to uh, Genk, 3-1. So, good to see maybe George has looked at that and gone, okay, where well, I fucked up and he's going to try and fix it. So, two two results for me, especially in the second division. Brentford and Arsenal both lost. Uh, Everton won. Um, so, for me, I think, I think that's quite crazy. Um, and then, if you go even further down, Watford, Bournemouth and Fulham all in relegation zones, losing 3-1, 4-1 and 3-0. And obviously they came from the league above. So a um, little bit crazy in the leagues around, um, but nothing out of the ordinary that, like in, in the top half of it, um, that I wasn't expecting. So, Yeah, that, looking at some results, none of them have really shocked me. I mean, you say Everton won, isn't it more like Missile losing? Isn't that just more the theme? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he was it's taking good. a sit down. We at the time. Maybe, maybe. Um, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think in our in our league there was a, a few. I mean, I'd probably consider myself in there. I, I thought I'd get a point or, or win, but um, yeah, fair play again to Joey. But uh, yeah, alongside with me was uh, Rich Skeens Napoli. They lost uh, 
they lost 2-1 to Martins Atletico and Real Madrid they lost as well they lost um 1-0 to Atalanta which was quite a big surprise to me because I, I I highly tipped Ben to, uh, to and it's, it's still early doors he might you know he's I'd imagine he, you know he, he could turn it around just as easy but uh, yeah it's it quite a surprise for me seeing seeing those, those guys slip up so you know first day but um I, I suppose one that stood out for me was um someone we talked to recently Andy Young he, he's newly promoted Mallorca side looking for a third straight promotion season um yeah they kicked off life with uh in the second division of the south with a 3-1 win over Sociedad and that was away as well they were away and beat them 3-1 not gonna lie if you want to hear way too early predictions that will probably be the top three of the second division come the end of the season possibly possibly no, I, I, look, they, they will all be battling for it but you still got Dale in there as well man and, and Neil Sutherland as well there's there's some good teams and Jesse, to be fair you Jesse's can't sleep there. on the PAOK they've done very very well and continue yeah. to surprise yeah. people I mean yeah start off with a I mean well. you can't, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not predicting anything you, everyone knows about my predictions so fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. I, I get that. I get that. But um, I think we're, what we're going to do today, though, was have a, a deep dive, weren't we, guys, into sort of like a, each week we have a really good look at a certain league and see how it's going. And you know, maybe we'll do one or two in a week or just one. We'll, we'll see. See how it goes. But um, I mean, we'll start off with the, I suppose, no, no better place to start off than the UK Prem. It's just, you know, the most uh, sort of highlighted league usually in, in a UE game. Um yeah, I mean, what what do you guys what do you guys make of it? I mean, it's uh, an interesting start to the season there. I think West Ham smashing Tottenham three 0 is fucking insane. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. I I when when I spoke to Richard about it, I couldn't even he believe the shuffed. score. Yeah, I couldn't even yeah. believe the score. And the worst thing is, is that um, the the way that his team played uh, Tottenham. So his anchor man played 90, centre mid 87, centre backs 86, 88. Like, I can't even say he was bad. It's not, it's not like they played shit. So it, it's just, he couldn't score. Couldn't hit a fucking barn door, mate. Um, and obviously Richard's stats are a lot better, but 3-0 is, is a very, very flattering result, especially away from home as well. Um, That's a fantastic result. Yeah, so he, he's one to watch out for. He definitely is, Richard. And, so, and, uh, do, do you feel, I mean, obviously Christian this week, um, the Tottenham manager has put up uh, Erlen Haaland, uh, 105, 30, I think 39 PV striker. He's put him up for swap and I think he's, I think he's confirmed he got the, uh, the swap he wanted today. Um, do, do you think that might have been like a, just an early panic swap thing or, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, it would have probably... It could, it could be, but... Obviously, when when it's the beginning of the season, you've got loads of rises, and you might have gotten a player in that position from your youth team, from somewhere else, or whatever. Or you might just want to go because right now he's playing right forward, left forward. So maybe yeah, he might want to centre forward target man. You don't know. So mm. he and he might want to improve somewhere else on the pitch because perfect example is his right mid played seventy seven where the rest of his yes, teams were in yeah. 80s and 90s. So maybe he, he wanted to get a winger and a centre-forward. I don't know what he's done. So um, he could just be addressing the wider issue instead of just getting yeah, rid of exactly. A player like Haaland, that's, I don't think that's panic. 
with the way Tottenham may be finished, it's probably been in his head and then Rises have just confirmed areas he needs to strengthen. And when you're in season three, like you are, players like Haaland are what can two or three, strengthen two or three positions at once, you know? Might have had a striker yeah, go yeah, up. That... I I'm not sure it's panic because <laughs> by the sound of the ratings, he probably looked at that and gone, yeah, they've just been clinical and I just got my ass whooped, not because mm. of maybe too poor a performance. Um, yeah. You know, he still had... 92 there, Bergwin in the midfielders. You know, he's still got players in the best performance. Got quality. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's... that's Because I know some, some people... Depth, you know? Yeah, because I know some people are sort of like after a bad result and you see someone big like that get swapped, put up for swap, people tend to think, oh, it's panic. I, I, I always sort of wonder if it's sort of like you're taking a big... Um, a, a, a big sort of a player, a big, a, you know... And you're just trying to split it, split it. Yeah, because he's probably worth 170, 180, but that's two 90 million pound players who are going to be great. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, you mm -hmm. get your replacement and then you get something else to fill in another possible slot. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, he, what he's done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's going he's gonna to lick in his wounds after that. Yeah, definitely. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, I, I suppose we, we have to sort of touch on his... Um, I mean, after such a bad season last season, he just got out of the mire in the end, was Greg Barr with Liverpool. I mean, you know, he started off life in, in uh, season three with a with a good, solid 1-0 win over Rangers, who they're up and down, you know, but um, I mean, that's still, that's still a solid win over a team who on their day can beat most. Hey, I'm, I'm looking at the stats, which I've just linked to you guys now. Um, he's completely outplayed him, mate. Look how many 90s he's got. It's insane. Yeah. And they played. They didn't play the same tactics. They played wing-backs, but Liverpool played with a five at the back and only one up top, um, where Rangers played with two centre-backs and wing-backs and then the anchorman sitting in front with two wide forwards. So completely different. Um, yeah. But Liverpool made it work, regardless of having only one up top, and they just they snuck it. And that's what I think Liverpool are going to do this season. I think they're just going to win a lot of games 1-0. Yeah, if you get, yeah, if he's getting, tight, ra getting ratings like that, yeah. you know, it will give him confidence too after how last season went. And Greg with confidence is always better. Thing is, with, same with Greg, same with West Ham, is if they take it easy, they don't panic, swap, and get that urge to just swap anything for the sake of it. They've got very good teams. That will be where their season lies, you know, how much they chop and check. Because yeah. state of mind is, is a very big thing now. And if they've got such a good team, if you look at both West Ham and Liverpool's ratings, very, very good performances, you know, maybe it should be a season of really pushing on for them both now. But I expect West Ham to be up there, definitely. Yeah, very much so. So I totally agree with you, to be honest. But uh, and, and another one I, sort of that sort of sticks out for me was... Um, Obviously, Steve Oliver, who's been around the block, and he, he's, he's had a couple of iffy seasons, I would say. He hasn't really done anything, but a, a good start again. Yeah, another one with a good start. I mean, again, Celtic, very tough to beat. Um, but that, that's a solid win, isn't it? Um, so, who are we talking about, sorry? Um, Steve Oliver, Man United. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, look, it's, it's, it's a solid win. 1-0. So, it's, it's a nice e um, home, home win because... If you again look at the stats, Celtic played really fucking well. That looks like a draw. That's a draw yeah. all over it. So to come out with the three yeah. points, you'll be really pleased with that because they're the games that you draw. You know, looking at the stats, 
very difficult to pick a winner from that, you know? Yeah. If you saw them stats without the score, you'd say draw. But the yeah, thing definitely. is, look at the players that United have got. Up top, he's got Mbappe and Rashford. That, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly dreading playing him. Like, I'm, I'm not even joking. He's um, got such a good team. Fernandez at free team. roll, De Jong at playmaker, Joe Gomez. It's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. back is, is, yeah. Jeez. But the thing is, if you actually look at um, Celtic, Celtic have got Firmino up top with Matip at the back. Um, mm. A good say in free roll. You know, he's got a decent, decent team. Um, so, like I said, man, the, the, the Premier League is so, so difficult. And one nils seems to be, or winning by one goal, seems to be the, the way that I reckon this league is going to go this, this, um, this season. It's, it's going to be of... tough. So I was looking, obviously, I, I looked at Leeds a little bit more in depth. I know they were playing Fatty and stuff. But the managers know, looking how Leeds set up, their strengths to, to a T. You cannot, it doesn't look like any match that you can make any kind of mistake. Because the way Leeds have set up was very clear what their strengths were. And he, he played it hard. You know what I mean? And, and I, I would imagine, looking at the stats of all the other games, that's going to be every week. To hell with yeah. that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, every week is going to need your <laughs> full focus. No, because Leeds have obviously got a strength and he's really pressed home that strength. So if you've got any doubt or you think, oh, you, you know, you're going to lose that game. Do you know what I mean? If you hesitate on any match, I think you're going to lose. Like, there's only one team that I would say maybe near the bottom. Like, for me, for sure, that would be Rangers just because they're inconsistent. But every other team could be anyone, you know? And looking at the stats, it, it shows that. It will, be, it will be tight all season from top to bottom. That, that 100%. 100%. With the exception of West Ham's result, everyone won by one goal or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very close. Very close games. And look and at I mean, the let's stats. Let's it look. didn't look like a 3 0 game for Tottenham. Oh, sorry. For West Ham. You look at the yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look like a 3 0 stuffing. I mean, West Ham were very he, good. He, he obviously took took advantage of something that he's seen there, isn't he? He took massive advantage. Oh, totally. But, totally. Yeah. But, um, we're, you know, on these deep dives, I mean, we're going to sort of like each week, we're going to sort of focus on a team that we think should be pushing, that we think. Uh, would be likely a, a championship or, or promotion candidate, someone we think who mid mid table and upwards, and then someone who you know who maybe themselves or or we or whoever could think uh, might be you know relegation candidate or 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 their goal is you know just to survive and and stay up. I mean, I mean, let's start with you, Faddy. Who did you cover this week? So I covered uh, Exeter, who obviously have have just oh, come Carlos Lerka. Yeah. Um... And where they've just come up, they are obviously uh, wanting to stay up. So I'm doing the bottom half of the table. Um, they drew one all with Man City. And for me, that is a fucking superb result. Absolutely yes. brilliant. Right. And when, when I look at the stats, now most of Exeter played 80s. Uh, with the exception of uh, Barrios, who's captain, who played 90, and his goalkeeper, who played 91. Um, Man City, everyone played pretty much 90 with the exception uh, of yeah. a couple. So um, the the difference is City had um, an injury in the 43rd minute uh, to Marcelio, who who limped from the pitch after a collision with, with B. Williams. Um, and <clears throat> you can see that kind of 
summed up the game because I think pretty much after that they they controlled the game. They had loads of opportunities, but I just feel like nothing was going right for for City. Um, but it's a shame. And another thing that I I, I was very surprised about um, was City use support defence. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, do you think he maybe showed a little too much respect to? he's playing away from home I I don't know what he was expecting but the stats of his players and for him to play support defence shows that it works Um, and I just feel like it's it's crazy because you you would not expect that from a team that's that's won won the league two times in a row you know Um, do do you think he's it it, it sort of looks like um you know, without sort of, you know, discussing tactics and stuff like that. But it looks like to me, he's actually gone out there for for a draw. And I know Amir is super competitive and he always wants to win, but it just feels like a bit more of a conservative maybe, approach. Maybe. Um, but then maybe. but then on the opposite side, I mean, again, not, not to mention the tactics, but Carlos hasn't. He went for you, it. You'd, you'd, think, yeah. you'd think people would park the bus. You'd think yeah, I, showed, I would park the bus against no Amir. He showed no fear yeah, whatsoever. No fear. No fear. Yeah, yeah. He it's, didn't it's impressive. He, he didn't really look in impressive. that game, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no not His goal cool. scorers and, did. <laughs> but do you, do you think from a Carl, Carl point of view that maybe he's used that game to be like, okay, let's see where we are. I'll play my normal way. I'll play how I want to, and we'll see where we are. Do you think maybe he used it like a test? See if he can compete? Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, I wouldn't use that as a test against City personally that that's my but then you've got nothing to lose have yeah. you i mean if you you're if expected, you go for it and you lose to city game, you you're expected to lose yeah exactly. of course of course but but like let, let's confidence quickly, he'll get off that ju- just quickly looking at the stats they shared possession at 50 percent. they shared shots on target at six each they shared shots off target at seven each right and it was only when we got to getting caught offside that exeter had 12 and city had seven and then City had more free kicks and more corners. Now, I think when we look at the more free kicks and more corners, once we start looking at the actual commentary of the game, you can see, especially towards the end of the game, um, that that City really dominated. Um, yeah, they were banging on the door hard, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they really were. And And I think, and this goes back to what we spoke about last season, having a good goalkeeper... And whilst people don't agree with that, um, I, f- I think it's, it's saved Exeter. Um, one, Obrak played 91. And the I'll, I'll just read this. Um, Sterling plays the ball to Gilmore. He plays it to the feet of Mbolo, who blasts a devastating shot. But Obrak makes a good save. And that was in the 68th minute. So... You can see, obviously, City piling on the pressure, piling on the pressure, but they've just got they've got someone super in between the sticks that is easily, easily going to win him points on his own. Certainly so interesting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, I really do. And 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 again, we we go back to last season. Me losing Fabianski cost me the league title. So I, I really think having a good goalkeeper and having a goalkeeper with the right stats, the right essays to, to the tactics that you want to play is so fucking essential, man. So essential. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, it's it's interesting though, just like how, how he played. I mean, he got you know, Carlos got stuck in. He didn't he didn't fuck around. He's he's gone for Honestly, it. I love it. Uh, I I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised. Very ballsy. Very yeah. very ballsy. Uh, uh, kudos to Carlos. Kudos. Yeah, hundred percent. And and you, look, I, we're not going to go through and fucking discuss everyone's fucking tactics because that that's not what we're about. But just just want to touch on one tactic that he did use is keep possession. So like to to fucking go out there against Manchester City and say, do you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to keep the ball. I think that shows fucking balls, man. And do you know what? Absolute, absolute pure respect for him because it, I, I think it's a great, great result for him. Um, especially him coming up with me and coming up with me finishing third as well. So it's not like just, he's, he's I won mean, it. If Cal- yeah. Calum had won, he wouldn't be in the Premier League. So Yeah, exactly. You know? So, yeah, yeah, fucking great, great result, mate. To come up and play like he did to the champions, fair play. Fair yeah, play. 100%. Definitely, yeah, yeah, fair and play. And I should think that's, yeah. about, that's exactly what Amir would say. I don't think Amir would be frustrated because he's seen, and, you know, Amir's pretty honest. I think he'll say, no, they deserve their point. I don't think Amir will be too frustrated with that. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, like, like I said, I, 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 yeah, I was, sorry, I was going to say, just to finish it, I, I just felt it was a bit conservative from Amir. I was, I was a bit surprised at how he, how he set up. I thought he'd be a bit more aggressive, but maybe it was sort of similar. Like I, I did my first turn. It was like, oh, it's that first turn of the season. I, I just don't want to lose the game, and which I ended up fucking doing anyway, but, uh, <laughs> rather than play, play, you know, rather than playing my own way, though, which is the annoying bit, you know, Um so yeah, it's it's certainly interesting. Uh, and I, but then may, he he might be a bit frustrated by just the sheer onslaught in the second half. You know, he might be a bit frustrated by that. I'd imagine. Yeah, he def- definitely gave it a good go to beat Carlos in the second half. Yeah, but uh, yeah, let's move over to you now, Daryl. Uh, yeah, so I got leads. I'm looking at teams that maybe from last season will be looking to push on mid-table. Um, Maybe shown a bit of inconsistency, but yeah, we looked at Leeds. I know they were playing Fanny. Um, it was a very simple way that Leeds won that game. Like it, it was very clear. They got a big lad up front. They got really good out wide, and they that's they tough. just yeah, just and that's what they've done. And if that's going to be his tactic, he's probably going to win a lot of games three two. He's probably going to lose a lot of games three two. I'm I'm you know I, mean? I actually so I I got his last three games. Um, one because he was in a cup in one of them. Another one, uh, I asked the manager for it, and I, I got his tactics. He played aerial bombardment once in those three games, wow. and I sat back and I said, "I said, why is he not? Why is he not playing it? Well, I don't understand. Like he should be playing that." I, so I'm I'm sitting back here saying, "Right, am I going to go man marking? Shall I do it? Am I? Shall I just risk it and just play it, or shall I play?" a way that's going to benefit me a little bit more. And I just went with my strengths instead of focusing on him. And I think if I went man marking, it might have been a different result. And it's my own fault. But like where he only played it once out of the last three games, I didn't know if he was going to do it. And that's that. Look at the way that his, his target man played at his wingers, to be fair. He's probably not going to be the only time he does that. Yeah, um, that's going to win him a lot of points. Looking at that, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, if I was him, looking at the match, he'd probably ask questions of his keeper. Um, but I think the way he set up obviously suits him. He'll be very happy with an away performance with the stats that he's got. Of he's got maybe a little bit defensively, he'll be a bit concerned. But then 
don't look to in it too much because Faddy set up to his strengths, you know? So, yeah. yeah, there's one reason that he managed to win that game and it wasn't at least a draw um, is, you know, what he doubled up on up front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, for me, because it's, it's, it's a case. It's a it's a it's a nice little throwback to sort of like yeah, you you're uh, like for me like, as an Arsenal fan back in the days of having Kevin Campbell and Alan Smith up front. You know what I mean? It's like it hit hit the big man and get let, let him, you know, yeah, with a, with a deep deep cross and all that, and, and let them get on the end of it and, and do do the damage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, he went route one, mate. That's what he did. Yeah, all um, goes. but it works, isn't it? If, it's, if you're not prepared, if you're not prepared for it, it's. Yeah, but that, that's 100%. The, yeah, that's 100%. it. Yeah, if you're not prepared, it's, you're going to get slapped by it. So. To be fair, probably your injury to your end command did kind of help him out a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's not, you know, it, it is going to help you out. The guy that come on, he's Yeah, well, the guy that comes on the end command is playmaker. A 33 end <laughs> command, 37 playmaker. So it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a massive difference. But um, the other thing is, if you actually look at the stats as well, um, it's quite close. Like yeah. possession, forty six fifty four. Same shots, same uh, on and off target. Uh, we're both caught offside, near enough the same. Seven and nine, four and three free kicks. Six and four. Court. Like it's an even game, man. Like it wasn't like he absolutely annihilated me. He just that tactic killed me. That's yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. This is where so like, there's no there's I no no con- concerns defensively then. Who me or him? Yeah, yeah. No, for you. I mean, like conceding no. three. Um, nah, nah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look, I'm. I conceded just, three just purely tactically. tactically. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. purely yeah. tactically. I conceded yeah. three, and you know what? This is this is another thing that I, I considered as well. I changed one of my players, um, who wouldn't be usually in my starting lineup because his heading is seven. And I was like, mm. just in case he plays aerial bombardment, let me drop him and put someone else that's my backup but has nine heading, just in case. And he played. And to be fair, he come into the team and he played well. Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's just a shame, isn't it, that I, I didn't do the right tactics for it. Yeah, that's see, all. and that's what I think. Yeah. A lot of matches you're going to see in the Premier League is going to be like that. One one tiny mistake. You know, it's not even huge. Like, Freddie's still set up really well. Like, and the two goals and the performance shows that. It's just there's one thing that's beating him. And, you know, that's the one thing that leads play. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it was and good. Yeah, ben, no, I covered, ben will take um, some confidence sorry, on that too. Ben will take a lot of confidence seeing how he was last season. A little bit inconsistent. He'll take a lot of confidence from that with how his team formed. There's some very good ratings, in, you know. Very, very good rates for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's a good start. So it's it's always tricky against top teams that come up again. Fucking, you know, felt that felt that the hard way. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 in, it's interesting to see. I mean, it would be interesting to know how how he felt about sort of um, because to be fair, I mean, it's not a terrible result for you, Faddy. I mean, you know, clearly you got a tactic, yeah, you know, a bit of a tactical blunder there, but. I mean, it's not. It's not. You know, against against a team that is like a quite a solid mid-table team, and it's basically could. Yeah, you, know, you could look at it as being just because of a tactical hiccup. That's not a bad result to lose by one goal, and shows you can score in the league. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll sit there and he. You know, if, no, can't speak for Freddie, but I don't think you'll sit there too upset with that. It, it's very obvious why that game finished the way it did. Nothing really yeah. else. There's, there's one little thing that could, you know, that, that's changed that game. So, yeah, it wouldn't, 
wouldn't lose too much sleep over it. You'd be frustrated, but yeah, I wouldn't panic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I, honestly, I'm not bothered about it. I'm not bothered at all. Or Lovely scared stuff. is probably the right word. Yeah, because like, <laughs> do you see how leads have been? There, you're you've matched them basically. It's like match. So yeah, I, yeah, which is which is why I think. Look, I'm going to avoid relegation, which is what my target was all season. And if I finish where I am right now, which is two spots above the bottom, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. If you say, to, like, if you guarantee me right now, no matter what happens at the end of the season, that's where you're going to finish. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take your hand yeah. right now. Uh, who did you get uh, to? And, and the, yeah, the last one is uh, the one I, I checked. I, so I was, I've been, I've been sort of tasked with looking into teams. I think uh, not necessarily the, uh, you know, don't want to go for the big favorites, but teams we think, could really put the pressure on and after a great end to the season last year i went for aston villa west james's aston villa um started off life really good in, in uh, season three i i think yeah a solid 2-1 win over newcastle who were promoted champions um what what surprised me is they both really went for it neither yeah. of them yeah. really showed any sort of fear of each other they both went for it i mean you know, uh, is you know Villa just you know for, throughout the entire team they're just you know playing playing the ball throughout the team, taking shots as and when they can. You know, it's just really going for it. And and again, like with Newcastle, so shocked that a team that come up haven't tried to sort of shit house at that first point of the season just to get on the board. Do you know what I mean? He mm. actually went for it, which is you know it's, it's quite. Um, yeah, yeah, quite admirable. Yeah, but you can see um, where Newcastle really failed in terms of stats uh, at right and left back. Um, yes. Yeah. His right back played 78, his left back played 70. Um, whilst, whilst Villa didn't exploit that in terms of tactics, I, I think if you read the actual commentary and you read where the goals have come from, um, so like the first one, uh, El Shahiri gets the ball out wide and puts in a marvellous deep cross, which is blasted home by Paveri as the Villa have gone one up. So uh, straight away, you've got a goal there. From the, um, from the left wing back. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then and then you've got another one, um, which which is the same thing, which is uh, a silky turn from uh, Itzki, who's his right wing back. Right wing back. Um, yeah. Wrong foot's two defenders. And he whips in an inviting cross, which is met by Alberto, who heads past the motionless keeper. And I just want to say, both of these goals have come from that area. However, he's not play, play, play to wings. But because yeah. of yeah, but the rest of his free, tactics, yeah, but the yeah, rest he's given of him free reign, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. He's, allowed, he's, let, that, him, he's let him off, yeah, off the exactly. lead to, to go for it. Exactly. And that's built that um, allowance to, to get those crosses into, into, into play. So I think... I think Villa are definitely a team to watch out for. Um, the names that are on his team sheet don't scream out to you and be like, they're it's named like a, players. Who's who of football manager? Yeah. You know, it's like a football <laughs> yeah. manager 11 that you've done and you've turned like nobody's into stars. Yeah, pretty you much. Know? And and he's done and he's doing really well, mate. Really well. And, you know, that tactic like that, he's going to put frighteners on anyone because the thing is, you'll, you'll scout a few games and see how he plays you'll naturally go into that game with a defensive mind. And that's where he will take advantage. Yeah, 100%.
You know, the more you scout, you're going to look at that and go, Jesus Christ, he's going to come at me. And you will naturally play a little bit more defensive. And that just plays to him more and more and more. Very attacking team. Very, very attacking team. Goals will fly through that team. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I like and I like that I, I I like that style of football and it, and it's something I'm yeah I, I'm planning to sort of because I'm I'm still going through a rebuilding sort of process myself at the moment but that's how I like to play it how how he's played is how I like to play it you you look at like possible frailties where where can you get them and and really sort of punish it you know what I mean really go for it uh, and that's that's what stood stu- you know, stood me in, in in good stead last season. Um, and and it's interesting to see if yeah, quite a few of these by the looks of it, these teams that have come up, there was no fear. In any absolutely of no fear. Absolutely. No, I'm very surprised, but in a good way. I'm really pleased to see that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um Show yeah. some respect to us, mate. Put some respect on our names. That villa team's no. gonna be gonna, <laughs> that villa team's gonna be naughty though. No, it is, mate. He's got a good squad. He needs Newcastle need to sort their squad numbers out. That's making me twitch a little bit. I'm not going to lie, but it's <laughs> the OCD's kicking. Yeah, in. Oh, it's the right mid left bit, didn't it? The right yeah, mid left yeah, bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, mate. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he's, he's anchor man, like playing at eight. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't do it, Jack. If you're listening, sort it out, son. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right, uh, before we, uh, we yeah, we're going to sort of finish up with a few few bits. Like uh, we're going to do our new our new segment, which is like a, a countdown, top five countdown of things in real sports. Um, we're also going to quickly do um, obviously a transfer roundup from Dave. New new newly uh, formatted, I think. Newly hopefully. formatted. Um, but uh, just just something we got asked to, asked to do as well, which was like you know, people still like the topics and stuff like that. But it was like an opinion piece. Someone wanted an opinion piece, so it's like the host's opinion. So okay, my first opinion for the for the week, which was for well for for the new season, sorry, season three, is I'd like to see a new tactic or a new essay. Uh, what would everyone else like to see in that in those terms? If you could think of a new tactic or a new essay to come into the game what would it be and why uh for me i i still not so much a tactic i still like the thought of um possibly more of an, an essay sort of thing to help slower defenders to make them more viable because it, in um, a lot of the ue games most people if you if they're seven and below you ain't getting in in any of the big teams do you know what i mean if you're eight someone might be you know, flush with some UE points and might chuck your speed up to, to a nine to make you viable. But yeah, it's, it's just a shame, I've always thought, because a lot of the great centre-backs of, you know, yesteryear of our of our era and, and probably for the future as well, aren't the fastest. There's, yeah, if we really think about it, how many, uh, yeah, if you, if you sort of compare, say, a 10 speed in this game would be Kylian Mbappe in real life, how many centre-backs are that fast? None of them absolutely fuck all how many of them are nine you could probably maybe Raphael Varane at Real Madrid you know possibly most of them are going to be eights and sevens so yeah I'd like to see something you know maybe there I I think you know something maybe like where they can read the game or something like that like a high high value essay similar to leadership that helps slower defenders you know maybe maybe it's like genius and it only comes on certain ones i don't know but yeah that that would be my opinion my little uh, thought for the thought for the week and um, what do you guys think what would you like to see um 
<sighs> Daryl, go on. Do you know what? You go first. Ladies first, please. <laughs> Listen, I'm the only one set in with a point, thanks. Oh, fuck yeah. you, you prick. Hey. No, we can see nothing's changed from last season, isn't it? Cut, fuck cut it. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, Rick Martel over there spraying it's his right. arrogance I'll, as he I'll, strolls around. I'll, I'll, be playing, uh, I'll be playing Dave soon, and then it'll be the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> Dave will sort it out. Um, yeah, I think maybe like that, because like I always... There are some very good defenders that nowhere near in real life of nine speed. And that's where I always lose a little bit of realism with it. So maybe something tactically that would incorporate that. I know, you know, not too sure what, but there's got to be a way of incorporating the seven and eights as more. I mean, or as more appealing to want to have, because you know, if someone's got slow tactics, you know how they're going to play they're beatable already they've only got one way to play and i think that's what my issue with it is um if they choose to not care about it but there should be at least another option you know like you know they're going to play defending you know they're not going to do anything can i just throw something in there right so obviously i'm i'm a coach real life um obviously do my ua for b one thing that that we do this is football in general is you've got uh in possession and you've got out of possession, yeah? Mm-hmm. So that, that's a natural thing, right? So you're either, you've either got the ball, you ain't got the ball, right? But you've also got something in between, which is called transition, right? And now you've got transition in and you've got transition out. So you transition when you pick up the ball, so that you, you intercept it, you pick it up, you're now transitioning into play. And then, or if you lose the ball, you're transitioning out. Now, there's a lot of different aspects within the England DNA and the England model and... When you go to Spain, it might be a little bit different. Go to Italy, it might be a little bit different, et cetera, et cetera. But the fundamentals for football is is exactly the same no matter where you go. You're either, you've either got the ball or you ain't got the ball or you're doing something in between. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, can you just go along with me? Make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I think the the tactics for the game need to reflect that now they reflect it in some way so for example keep possession so when you've got the ball you want to try and keep it for as long as possible um attack on break that could be a transition but i just feel like there isn't enough of each aspect to allow you to to cover those up if that makes sense so what what i would this is this is just a a personal thing what i would like to see is instead of having um uh seven tactic slots we we go with we go with eight right so there's no more master it's a it's a it's a place where you have eight now um and also the amount of tactics that you have in the ue rule book which i think is six for each one isn't it six defending six attacking six yeah so maybe that gets increased as well and it looks at having two in possession two out of possession and two in transition now you have to make the decision do you go with two in possession and forget about out of possession you just want to focus on attacking 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 or do you want to go with an in possession and a transition and and forget about the defending side of things you just want to as soon as i pick up the ball this is what i'm going to do i'm going to attack and break and i want to keep possession you know that that's the sort of thing that you have in your head and i just feel like it would be a good idea to have it based on real life 
because that's what it is. That's I, I know it's a fantasy game, but it would it would just be a nice way to to have the game rounded. Do you know, off. Do you know what you're saying? Like an eighth tactic there. Do you know what I'd like to see? Like a, a an exploit, an exploit tactic. So what it would come up with is it would be like the code you put in, like the ID of the player you think. This is the guessing game. This is where it comes in. It doesn't work otherwise. But you put in the code of or position, say, of the player. So say you're playing a team and he's got a seven speed centre back. The others are nines and tens. But he's got one centre back who's seven speed. And you've put your, you know, you select your player's code. And then your tactic is run at defence. Well, Do you know what I mean? So you're, specific, you're specifically telling someone you rinse that fucker every game. So what about every instead, chance you get. You add another column when you're picking the first 11. And you have a player tactic. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just so you've got your overall just... team, but you've got your seven yeah. seven centre backs. So say all the other ones are all quite quick. You put them all on. You put your your wing backs on right on the whatever yeah. uh, going hard. The one centre back that on could... going hard, but then the seven speed on defend deep, so he has one eye on the back. Maybe something like that. Yeah, but it could be really interesting then, because like say say that person that in my my example there has like a seven speed centre back, and you sort of send your striker to exploit him. But then they pick their anchor man and say, "I want you to exploit and go after that fast centre back." And you and like, like you know, it's like fucking going hard or something like that. The tactic they've used and they're just going in, they're crunching the fuck, you know, ten speed wide forward. I think it could be quite funny. It'd be interesting to see. Some, I don't know. Yeah, I think, silly, yeah, but yeah, stuff like that might be difficult. difficult but I think yeah. for right now, maybe adding, yeah, adding something that slower defenders yeah. can use. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, Going I'd, back I'd, to the original I'd, point, I think it's a good idea. I think yeah, something, yeah. something purely for for the slower, just so that all positions are are viable. Yeah, I just think I mean? all positions. I think oh, sorry, stats, all stats, all positions, all stats, and the game itself just needs to have a little bit more realism. I just feel like the game is continuously evolving, and I think we need to keep up to date with real life. Like the perfect thing that we spoke about before is. Judgment really needs to be um, uh, brought into it. I think it is in some senses, but it really needs to be brought into the game for slower players. Yeah. They can read the game. You know, it yeah. becomes a read the game. So a lot, but maybe maybe like faster faster players start with uh, lower judgment. judgment. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, and then and then like yeah, the, the sort of slow ones start with like eight or and nine. Then it and then it balances and it balances. And the thing is, I think you will make for the game better because then it's not just a race hmm. to how many ten speed players you can. That's literally what the game becomes. is a race to and, who can and, get the fastest players. And, and do you know? Do you know another thing is no one really notices judgment unless you play offside trap. No one really cares yeah. about it. No one yeah. goes, "Oh yeah, I need judgment in my my players." Blah blah blah. Like your midfielders and your strikers, no one gives a shit about it. Like I think, I, I, obviously, link play comes under judgment as well. There's other tactics, but people don't really go, "Okay, I want to buy this striker, and he has to have ten judgment." Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I just think maybe I don't know. Little, little... I don't know. It's, it's something I've always I've always built for. I again, I don't like anything under a seven. I do try to build for eights, eights and above, include you know, especially with judgment. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get your point. I get your point. I imagine not everyone does. I that. think you could just use judgment to create another offensive tech. Yeah. 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 Okay, lovely. And with that, I think we're uh, we're head over to Daryl for the transfer roundup, Dave's transfer roundup. But uh, very, Fatty, very excited. First one. <laughs> it's the roundup time, motherfuckers. 
Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Mate, I'm that comes uh, into my head, man. I love it. That's brilliant. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's like the filth I get in my brain, but it's you know, it's, yeah, that's good. I like that. What you get cock a doo doo in your brain? Doesn't shock me. All the time, mate. Right, All new the time. season and a new format for the transfer roundup. So it's going to be a little bit more Dave time, right? This week's top cash buy: fifty-eight million was the most expensive player bought this week, which was paid by Dortmund as they captured Bitter Rules Upton. I nearly he tried to swap him to me. And I was having none of it. Who is 23 years old, 101, 08, 37, right mid? Lots of players similar to this available scouting-wise and from fellow managers this week shows how far we have come in a season. Um, this week's top mm. swap deal, Alfredo Morales, 10640 centre-forward with determination and pot, has left the Rangers this week, joining Leipzig in a move that sees ooh, Timo Werner, 105-40 left forward with GSI Flair and Pot, head to Rangers, two 40 PVs moving clubs, massive players, massive deal. Who gets the better player? Like, I, I couldn't tell you. Yes, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Well, that. War, for me, Warner's the better player because he's double S8. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. But Morales scores yeah. it. Be interesting to see how they both get on. Uh, best free transfer yeah. was absolutely appalling, useless, and not worth mentioning. Pull your fingers out, boys. There you go. Dave has spoken. Um, <laughs> the busiest club this week was Champions League runners-up Ajax. They did three swap deals, three different clubs, and bought another for cash. The swap deals involved Filipescu, 100 OA, 37 right wing back. Belisakovic, 100 OA, 36 left wing back. Canberra, Canberra, 101, 37 right forward. All joined the squad. All have 10 speed. 10 speed has been a feature this week with Spartak and gyro manager Mickey Singh being rather infatuated by every other manager only wanting 10 speed players. When he has proposed possible deals, he stated, fucking stick your 10 speed up your arse, wankers. They are Mickey Singh special. <laughs> and the Hammond transfer no, special. Mickey. I have no idea how he does it, but when he posts, it's a case of skip to the next one. As you know, he wants the world with his wife, but that man, Terry does it again. Well played. Sir Patience what? pays off and you always get your deal in the end. And it's always a head scratcher for me. How? Why? Who would do that? Ha, 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 ha. Because leaving Lisbon for Andy Davidson's trap sponsor was Hornick, 24, <laughs> 97, 37 left back. And Koshku, great name, 21, 36 and command with determination, leadership and pot for the massively impressive figure of Trojan. 21, 104, 37, right mid, 36 playmaker, 35 AM with determination and pot. 6 million also changed hands. But on a serious note, that's a top deal that impresses me. Thank you very much, Dave, for the new layout. I like it. Dave could be a bit more creative. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. And he slagged that, that player, it's a, right? It's a win. Yeah. Oh, that player, just to sort of say, uh, the guy I got was uh, he's a 21, uh, uh, 21 year old, right footed, uh, 104. And, and he's just so good in so many positions. He's got 10 passing, 10 speed, 10 vision, you, 8 judgment. You flogged him off for a couple of reserves. Yeah. Nice. Uh, no, it's, it's so like uh, Kushku <laughs> was my top anchor man. Um, but then fucking Brozovic, my, who was my centre midfielder, he went up run. to 106 away to a 38 anchor man. It was just so, like, well, I, I got... 
Kushku with surplus to requirements then. You my, know I, mean? I weren't going to play Brozovic as a 36 centre midfielder when he's 38. My, my che- so, yeah, I, 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 I had I, the I, same I, thing. So, like, my, my top 10 speed winger become a fucking free roll. I'm like, for yeah. fuck's sake, <laughs> been playing you right yeah, mid all season. Yeah. To be fair, the guy but, yeah, he's, playing he's, right mid at Sturm Graz is now exactly the same free roll and playmaker and just, I don't know yeah. where to play him anymore. You know what I mean? But yeah, this, this Trojan's perfect. I, I want to groom him to be a centre because he's 36 playmaker, 35 centre mid. I want to groom him like I did with Brozovic to become a centre mid. Um, but he's going to play playmaker whilst I've got my young gold karma in the reserves training up. Please so, don't so say that's that you're the, gonna that's groom, the cunning. groom anything ever again. I, I'm always grooming, <laughs> mate. I'm always grooming. That's 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 what that's why the Catholic Church want me is to to run as Pope next. Oh jeez. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, well, it's a good run, boys. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to the top five countdown because uh, Faddy is obsessed with talk sport. Uh, so <laughs> so it's our top five countdown in real sports where I'll give um, our, our our guests here our panel um, five big sort of news events in real sport and just you know their quick their quick reactions to to each 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 point so at number five dover athletic face a 12 point deduction and 40k fine for not fulfilling their games during lockdown they don't face relegation this season but the, obviously next season it's pretty much going to be dead set on with a 12 point deduction and the massive fine which is going to be a massive massive issue with their finances do we think this is fair Yes. Um, yes, because they they need to set an example. Um, they keep letting loads of clubs get away with too much bullshit, and finally, the the FA are actually doing something that they're meant to have done ages ago. Um, is it fair on that club that they are being made an example of? Probably not, especially being as low down as they are um, in the pyramid. Um, I think it might be the end of them, um, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because where they're going to go down and have the financial repercussions, it means they've got to get rid of players. Um, if they get rid of players, it means they're definitely going down. It's it's a bit shit. Um, just, yeah, but they have that, the unfortunate thing is like okay, I'm sure Dover feel very very sad, but they have to think of the other clubs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I agree. The, the rest of the league, like Dover, avoided costs by it says by not completing their season. Um, in addition, the basic award meant they were significantly benefiting from not completing the season compared to the clubs continued. So, on that one, you get what you deserve, it, unfortunately. Harsh, but fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you guys. It's harsh, but yeah, I, I can get I, I would like to see the cash side of it, the fine being taken out, because I don't like to see cash strap sides. Uh, hit with financial penalties. I mean, leave it on the pitch. I mean, if they, you know, if you want to start them twelve points behind, start them twelve points behind. Let them earn their way back in. But yeah, I, I don't agree. See, I would with, be the other uh, way the round. They, they benefited financially by not. I would. I, the points. I would. I to, would st- to stay afloat. To stay afloat. There's there's so many sides that are that are struggling. Do you know what I mean? I, I just, yeah. I'd, I'd hate to see that. But yeah. Anyway. Number four, Ruben Diaz has been uh, nominated the Football Writers Player of the Year. Do we agree with that? He's really? Yeah, um, Ruben, Ruben no. Diaz, the Man City centre-back. No. I mean, he done he done really well in that Champions League game. And obviously, that's where he's getting all of the plundits from. But uh, and, and to be fair, he has done well in a lot of games throughout the season. But is he the one of the best players in the league? No. For me... 
whilst I might sound biased, but I think Thomas Suchek should have won that. He was obviously one of the nominees. Okay. It's tough because... There? Um, don't know if he's player of the year. He has come in and completely been what Manchester City needs. So maybe that's stood yeah. out more. Maybe he stood out because he's literally come in and plugged the hole very, very well. You know? Maybe he's he's been better than even Man City might have thought. Is that player of the year? I, I don't know. That Yeah, I don't know. He's been very good, though, and been exactly... It's Sensational. Like Van, he's been what Van Dijk was to Liverpool, for me, to Man City. Do you that's know what, that, that's yeah, what they needed. Yeah. Does that make him player of the year? Makes him Man City's player of the year, I would agree. Don't know if it's the, the, the full one, but he has been very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. Uh, well, I, I would, sorry, I would agree with the, the writers. I, I mean, uh, I, I think he's been exceptional. And I, I think the only reason he hasn't had the hype is because obviously COVID and lockdown, he hasn't had the hype that Van Dyke got when, when he had his sensational season before his injury. Um, I, I think he's phenomenal. Uh, he just, he reads the game so well and he's just there. Mm. I think, I think and the, the other ones for like me. How many goals has yeah, he yeah. himself? He's like a keeper for them. Yeah, you know? he just, he just puts himself in the way and I love it. The only other two I, I put in sort of remotely in the argument would be um, the, the centre, not Sayunku, but the other centre back, uh, Fafana for Leicester. I mean, yeah. he just, he, I've never seen a centre back that just steps out and intercepts like that. He owned Chelsea in the FA Cup final. Absolutely owned him. Just stepping out, he steps out into play, and he's happy on the ball. I think he he's really good. But uh, I'd say as well, Bruno Fernandez. Uh, uh, he's just turned United around. I, I think again, they'd still be struggling again, without I, Fernandez. Is he standing out on? But, a, is he a very good player mm, on a not so good team? Like it's Fernandez. Yes. Like you know, it stands out a bit more. Yeah. That's why for me, that's why I questioned yeah. the DS because I, okay. it stands out because Man United needed someone like Fernandez desperately. And he's come in and done yeah. that, and it stands out. Does that? Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. See, for me, I would have, I would have still had a Man City player. I would have said De Bruyne. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, De Bruyne's always sort of high up there for me. I, I think it's exceptional. But Absolutely yeah, I, I'd go, I'd, I'd go for the writers thing. I, I think Diaz has been sensational. I think he's a cracking, cracking player. Mm. Um, number three now, lads. Number three. Dennis Burkamp, Thierry Henry and Patrick Vieira joined forces with Spotify owner Daniel Ek to t- try and take over Arsenal. Uh, other teams, uh, uh, fans, fan groups are pushing for like, the likes of United, Liverpool for, for change um, and also for change in legislation to help remove or give more, uh, remove bad owners or give more of a say to the fans, like a golden share or the 51% thing. What are your guys' thoughts to that? Should should there be legis- should should it go as far as the government with legislation to stop bad owners? Um, I think <clears throat> I think personally uh, it would be great if they took over. Um, but I can't see it happening. I think um, that idiot has come out and said that he doesn't want to um, get rid either. So it's going to no, be quite no. difficult. Um, for them to come in would it be great if they could get 49 percent and he still keeps maybe 51 yeah obviously he will still have overriding decisions but you can get pumped in with a little bit of spotify's money you can get um some some people on the board that actually care about the club and and grew up with the club and and love the club to 
to inject their ideas into it and hopefully push you back up to to be in a top six club because let's be honest the last three or four years you're not a top six club no more the fact that you're in that europa thing is bullshit because you're not a top six team yeah 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 fair play Darren. um i i think arsenal will eventually get taken over with i think it will i think there'll be enough pressure on him to eventually give out um myself um as to having lived through maybe some of the worst ownership of a football club with Charlton, <laughs> something does have to be done like i was i know it's, it was derby and for some reason that eric alonso guy like how is he still allowed to even talk about taking over you know like he's an absolute joke of a man with no money i just i don't know i don't know what can be done but something desperately needs to be done because ownership is right now it's, it's a joke it is a joke um is it something yeah, the government yeah. step in i don't think it goes that far but it desperately needs reform on the guys that they let take over because it's it's bad. Look at you know, look across the board. You know, look how you guys are run. Look how look at the debt Man United are in. Look how Coventry ended up. Derby. You know, you, this goes throughout the leagues. Look what happened to Berry. It just is non-stop in football of just real terrible ownership. Um, maybe they need to look at like how Germany do it or something. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't go so bad. It's just tough. that's poor management. Let the fans maybe get involved. You need some passion in there. I get that football is more of a business now. I understand. But there still is a lot of passion. And it can't just be all business. Because what happens is what we're seeing. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I'd, I'd love to, especially from like a, 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 you know, a biased point of view as an Arsenal fan, I would give anything to see it happen. Um, just because I hate the crowing keys and I, yeah, I, they just don't understand football. They just Absolutely. don't understand it. They think it's just a, they just think it's a franchise like yep. NFL. Yep. Um, that's how they totally treat different it. sport. Um, yeah. And they treat the fans like shit, you know? So it's, it's, yeah, I want them out. Uh, do I think it can happen? No, I don't. I can't see it. I don't think, I don't see it happening. I'd love it. I'd abs- I mean, to have, you know, those three legends in some sort of capacity around the club, having an owner who's also a fan and wants us to, and wants to invest and wants us to be great again. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Pump that into my veins. I want that, but can the government do anything? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about that sort of stuff, but uh, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Uh, number two, uh, let's, let's make this a quick one. Cause we've got to wrap up here. Uh, Roy Hodgson retires from football this week. How would you assess his, his follow uh, his time follow, uh, following management with uh, highs taking him to, to the such of the reins of um to having the reign sorry of, of england um yeah I, I would say that. i would say above average yeah that's, that's uh, sum for up, me i think it was a mistake to do liverpool in england he is the greatest underdog manager and it should, probably should have stayed there the way he did with fulham other clubs what he's done with palace to like stabilize them i think the liverpool england thing may have been a bit of a blip and maybe a mistake um, but for a club like Fulham's Palace and all the other ones that he's managed, perfect, great career. I just think he made some poor choices. I just want to yeah. just throw this out yeah. there. Okay, he he's a is an is a good manager in terms of what he does. However, the amount of teams that he's managed in England, he has never ever won a trophy in England ever. He's a, he's a shit not player. even if not were... even a League Cup or a. Or a FA Cup, nothing, right? But he's yeah. won 
He's won the Swiss <laughs> Super Cup, right? He's won the Dane. He's been a Danish champion, as in winning the league. He's won four Swedish championships, and he's won two Swedish cups. Now, that's him as a whole, and the amount of English teams that he's managed is beyond insane for him not to have won at least one trophy. He's never managed a big side, has he? I mean, he had Blackburn, he had only one yeah, big Black, team. He, he had, had Blackburn in 97, though. Which was mm, the aftermath. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I, for me, he's the guy that you they were getting shot then when they? you're trying to steady your ship and finish middle of the table. It's like like a like, he's like a better version of he's like the version of Sam Allardyce that Sam Allardyce thinks he is. Yes. Sam Allardyce better than him. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's what I mean. It's what Sam Allardyce when when Sam Allardyce puts the CV in. That's who Roy Hodgson is. You know I mean? All I hope it leads he's, to he's... is Crystal Palace hire another Frank De Boer and they lose eight games straight. Yeah, they're talking about bigger managers at a minute. So let's see. I, I, you know what? I, I genuinely, I. I never rated him. Sorry, yeah. I, I never rated Hodgson. I saw what he done for England. I thought he was fucking. He's never, an underdog he manager. He's a guy that you call yeah, yeah. I, I think you just you know? want someone a bit of experience. You know what I mean, just stick someone there. Yeah, a bit of experience. Knows make how you, to handle make players. Make you hard to beat. Pick yeah. up a few sneaky wins. Yeah, I, I, nothing yeah, I just special, is it? No, I didn't. That's what I thought. Yeah, and then finally, <laughs> um, number one, the main talking point uh, on on a lot of social media and, and sports outlets is uh, Harry Kane has apparently asked uh, the, the the Spurs hierarchy for talks, serious talks um, in regards to him staying or going. I mean, what, where, what do you see happening? Do you, do you see him He's going? Gone. Do you see him staying? And um, where do you think he goes? Man City. Uh, Man City. Look, I, yeah. I, if, he stays, if he stays in the league, which I very much doubt because Levy won't let that happen because he knows he's a 20 plus goals a season striker um then yes it, it would have to be one of the man united clubs um man united manchester clubs, manchester clubs um yeah. but i i can see him going to madrid no. i can really see it they've got do you know, um, yeah do you know what i i he won't go to france yeah. because it's too easy he'll go to man city and just think how disgusting that will be yeah that'll be Harry Kane yeah because aguero is going talent. Yeah, that's that's why, that's why that's why that's why all the talk is there because Aguero is going. However, yeah. he it, it's not about that. It's Levy. This is what you have to understand. Levy's yeah, going to yeah. demand. Levy's going to demand nine. Let's just say perfect example because I know what he's like already. It's ninety million if he goes to Real Madrid, and Real Madrid will pay that. But it would be a hundred and twenty million if he stays in in the English league. I mean, because since... because Man City, yeah, Man City will pay that, but Man Man City yeah. would then not be allowed to buy anyone for three seasons but do you because... know do you know what's interesting though is, is benzema's just, benzema's just had one of his best seasons at real madrid i don't see him going and there's, all, and there's also talks of, talking of his own i was career. gonna say going abroad will not help him yeah there are also talk there's talks of ronaldo heading back he won't so go i i he won't go i only see yeah i don't see man united because i think they obviously they've they've re-signed cavani um and i think he suits them he and, and he's i been think really they've good signed cavani to get Haaland on the cheaper next year once he's close yeah. to Chelsea. I don't think he'll go to Chelsea because I think Harry Kane has a little bit more respect for Tottenham than that. So it's only Man City. That can... Look, look, lovely. Uh, Real Madrid, Benzema is 33 years old. Okay. Lewandowski has already broken all of the records and he's 32 years old. 
What you have to remember is Harry Kane's 27. Uh, don't forget, though, Real so Madrid comes in. are still in trouble because they haven't officially left the Super League. Why would you want to go there uh, to, yeah. if you're looking to further your career? Yeah. It's just not a smart move for Harry yeah. Kane. It's just yeah. not. He'll go to Man City, 1 million percent. Okay, we'll see. Well, on, on that bombshell, I think we'll wrap up and uh, we thank you all you guys for listening. We hope you enjoy this uh, sort of new new format of, uh, of uh, the podcast. And yeah, thank you guys. And thanks for your opinions at the end there. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next week. See you.